Good morning, Nachum. Good Arab Shabbos, everybody. Tomorrow we have the privilege of reading Parshas Yisro. What a rich Parsha this is. According to the Chinuch, Parshas Yisro contains three positive mitzvos and 14 restrictions. Moreover, if you recall, at the very beginning of the Torah, throughout the account of creation, the Torah tells us, Vayere Vayivoker, it was evening and it was morning, Yom Echad, day one, Yom Sheni, Yom Shlishi, the second day, the third day, up until day six, where instead of saying, in keeping with the others, Yom Shishi, the Torah says, Yom Hashishi, the sixth day. And Rashi brings the exciting idea that God put a stipulation into creation and said, if the Jewish people will accept my Torah on the sixth day, the sixth day of Sivan, observing, connoting the holiday of Shavuos, then there is a purpose and fulfillment to my creation of a world. If not, there is no purpose for this world. And so, this Kriyas HaTorah, this Shabbos, Parshas Yisro, is a actualization of creation. Moreover, I'll be honored if you bring to the table a Chumash Devarim and open up to chapter 4, verse 9 in Parshas for Eschanan, where Moshe recounting to the next generation, the ones about to go into Eretz Yisrael, and before he repeats for them the Ten Commandments, as we have them in this week's Parsha, Moshe warns the Jewish people, Rak Hishamer Lecha, I'm warning you, Ushmor Nafshecha Ma'od, be especially careful, Pentishkaches Advarim, lest you forget the matter, the phenomena, Asher Necha, which your eyes saw, Upen Yasurum Mulvavcha Koyemechayecha, lest you remove this from your heart all the days of your life, but rather, you are to teach them this idea to your children and grandchildren. What are we speaking about? Verse 10, The day that you stood at Sinai, according to the Ramban, this verse is a positive mitzvah. A positive mitzvah that you are always to remember that which happened at Sinai, not just the Ten Commandments that were given there and the specifics of those commandments, but the circumstance of that day. As we read 
in chapter 19 of this week's parsha of Parshas Yisro, the entire setting whereby, and this is so important to tell your children, not only, as we'll see in a moment or two, the kolos uvrakim, the, lund, the thunder and the lightning and the fire and the cloud, but understand the following concept. No other people on the face of this earth ever have made the following claim, which what we do and is the basis of our religion, namely, that God not only communicated and extended prophecy to Moshe, the greatest of all prophets, but that the entire nation of Israel experienced prophecy at Mount Sinai. Torah, as we are taught in the last parsha in the Torah, in Parsha Zos HaBracha, Torah, Tzivolonu Moshe. Moshe commanded us the Torah, and Torah in Gematria is 611. 611 mitzvos we got through Moshe, but two we received directly from God, the first two of the Ten Commandments. And so what we have in Parshas Yisro is that incredible revelation of God to the nation of Israel. I'd like to share with you a medrash that I suspect most of us are familiar with and a very interesting insight into this Medrash. The Medrash is based on the verse in the beginning of Vizos HaBracha on the Pasuk Hashem Misinai Ba Vizorach Miseir Lomo Rashi brings part of this Medrash and that is that prior to giving of the Torah to the Jewish nation God went and offered his Torah to the other nations. And so he asked Esav, do you want my Torah? And they asked him, Ma what's written there? And God said, Lo sirzach, you are not to murder. They said, sorry, it's built into our very nature and heritage as Yitzchak blessed Esav al you will live by the sword. Hashem went to the peoples of Ammon and Moab. Would you like my Torah? What's written there, they asked. God said, you're not to commit adultery. They said, sorry, our very coming into this world came about through the incense of father and his two daughters. God then went to Yishmael, do you want my Torah? What's written? And Hashem said to them, Lo signo, you're not to steal. And they said to him, wait a minute, 
the bracha that was given by the Malach to Hagar, call him Yishmael, and he shall be a pere odom, a wild ass of a man. Yodo bakol v'yadkol bo, literally, he will plunder others. How can we not? And then what happened? We find that he comes to the Jewish nation. Now, we don't find that Hashem asked, and we, do we want it? To that we said, sure, and therefore, we didn't ask God specifically what's written therein. However, the Klechemda, at the end of Parshas Peshalach, brings in the name of the Chidushe Horim, an incredible idea. And that is as follows. Hashem did ask the Jewish people, do you want my Torah? And they asked Hashem as the other nations had asked. Ma'akosavba, what's written there? And Hashem answered, Hagbeil es ha'om v'kidash to. If you open up your chumash, to this week's parsha of Yisro, and turn to chapter 19, which is the introductory chapter to the giving of the Torah, we find that in chapter 19, Pasuk 12, Hashem says, V'gbalta es ha'om saviv lemor, that you shall set boundaries for the people around the mountain, warning them that you're not to ascend the mountain or even touch its edge as long as the revelation is going on until the shofar is blown. This is found in Pasuk 12. As the chapter goes on and read it at your table, you'll see that the excitement builds and we are getting closer and closer to the actual revelation. And so what do we find? The people prepare themselves, they go to mikvah, and the Torah tells us the thunder and lightning in verse 16 and the mountain itself is trembling, the people are trembling, Moshe brings the people towards the mountain, they're standing at the bottom of Sinai, and the mountain is Oshan Kulo in Pasuk 18, it was smoking because God has come down in fire, and the shofar is being blown, and one can only imagine the terrifying experience and moment that they're all experiencing. And finally, in Pasuk 20, God calls Moshe up to the mountain, 
and Moshe ascends the mountain. And so, what would you expect? Immediately after that, you'd expect God to give the Ten Commandments, which comes a few psukim later. But in between Moshe's coming up to the mountain and the actual declaration of the Ten Commandments, the Torah allows us to eavesdrop on a conversation between God and Moshe right before the giving of the Ten Commandments. Now that Moshe is up at the top of the mountain, Hashem says, Moshe, go down. Why? I want you to warn the people again, lest they go and go up on the mountain and go warn the firstborn, the Bechor, who are acting as the Kohanim, lest they go up the mountain. So Moshe says in Pesach 23, wait a minute, Hashem, I don't have to go down and tell them, I've already told them once. To which Hashem responds in Pesach 24, go down and tell them again. And it's only afterwards in Pesach 25 that Moshe goes down to the people that immediately after that you have once finally the actual pronouncement of the Decalogue, the Ten Commandments. So now the obvious question is why? Why is this repeated again? Tell the people not to go up. Tell the people that there must be a boundary, etc. Says the Chidushe Arim. Something so exciting. And that is as follows. That just as the Ma'akosav Bey, what's written there, and the answer that was given to the other nations really showed what their essence was. Here, what is the essence that has to repeat it again for the Jewish people? The essence was, you can't ascend the mountain. What does that mean? It means that the Jew was created. His very essence is he wants more. He wants to get closer to Hashem. He wants more spirituality. As indeed the Navi Yeshaya says, Am Zu Yatsar Tili, this nation. I formed Tilasi Yisapiru, Yeshaya in chapter 43, verse 21. Its very Yitzira, its very essence is to proclaim my praises, to really get close to Hashem. And so there is a natural inclination, a natural drive among Jews for this spirituality. The Jew always wants more. Now, ideally, it should be more of spirituality. Unfortunately, at times, it's not always channeled in that direction, but it's more knowledge, and it's more success in life. Never being satisfied with where we are, always wanting more. This is literally in our DNA. And this is such a powerful idea. This is such a compliment to the Jewish people that Hashem had to say, hold back, and we had to go back down again, Moshe, to make sure that they would comply with this, because this was going against our nature. And this is such a powerful idea. As we read the Aseris Hadibros, as we relive the experience of Sinai, it's not only reminding us how we thank God 
become a partner to creation with Hashem by having accepted and every generation accept his Torah, but more important, we're reminded of this very special ingredient within our DNA to want more, and may we be privileged to channel this she'ifa, this greater desire for more, especially in the area of his service and spirituality. Shabbat Shalom! to all.